use, buddy. I don't know. We'll find out. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and our predictions for when the world ends. Well, about probably, time the government reopens. Probably sooner rather than later. My name is Michael Lord Basinger. Willing, the creek don't rise. Uh, With me are Brad Polly. Hey. Matt Polly. Hey, Dave. Together we are the Inglorious Pastors. New year, bitches. Yeah. New, New year. year old on. Shit. Um, so, third year anniversary, March 23rd, 2019, in the year of our Lord. Yes. Um, Bloomington, Indiana, 6 p.m. It's, it's CE, Michael. CE? Common Era. Well, I just say We don't the, say AD don't, anymore. I, I didn't say AD, Because Jesus was not I real. I said in the year of our Lord. <laughs> I didn't say CE or AD. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, you know, Anno Domini means in the year of our Lord, AD. Nobody cares. <laughs> It's still every year is the year of our Lord, didn't, Brad. Didn't cover that in homeschool. Uh, no, I'm. <laughs> that wasn't in your science class. And, uh, no, we didn't talk about that in my uh, religious <laughs> science class that we had uh, hymns saying at the beginning of. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's just get into this. You are the worst. Hey, uh, one thing, a couple things. Really, gotta, if you'd make that louder, too, that would be fantastic. It's definitely bit, yeah, not it loud enough. Than the rest. All right, two things I want to say about um, the What Are You Drinking song. Brian O'Dean, um, he is now on Spotify, number one. Yeah. And he also has a Patreon. So You can OD on O'Dean's music. Check out Brian O'Dean. <laughs> Brian with a Y, O'Dean with a I want to O'Dean on big that. Big D. So, no, just a regular size D, I think, from what I've heard. Check it Allegedly. out. Allegedly. So, he didn't ask me to say that, but I've been meaning to say it for like three weeks. And I just now thought of that. So, um, yeah, check out Brian O'Dean on Spotify and Patreon. Yes. Patreon. What are we drinking? Uh, what is okay, this? Okay, so, I guess this is from South Carolina mm. uh, when I was on Thanksgiving vacation. Uh, this smells like it's going to take me the rest of the podcast to drink. Yeah, I think eight so ounces too. of that. Scotch barrel aged Siberian Black Ooh. Magic Panther from Same. West Book. West Book. God. West Brook Brewing Company. Um, Not even pre gaming already? No, I honestly <laughs> haven't. Haven't had a dang thing. Um it's uh an Imperial Stout aged in Islay Scotch barrel. Yeah, it smells like it an smells Islay like Scotch. an Islay. So I I don't know. We'll see. Oh yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, it's got the peat and the smoke. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay, All here right. we go. Let's <laughs> bro that's oh, boy that nope. um don't uh, like that that's that's not great no nope. that's way too much ila yeah like if i want an ila scotch i just want an ila scotch oh man yeah, wow it's been uh, a long time since we've had a beer that yeah, bad that's, that's not that's not great <laughs> i like the idea is there i feel like it's yeah set well for about, I, I think the idea is there i don't think it's a great idea i feel like, like they dropped a cigar in that barrel. it's like drinking an ashtray jeez and I like Islay Scotch. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Well, it's one of like, my favorites. It doesn't. Nope. Yeah, I don't know, man. That one's not for me. I'll be getting something later on then. Let's yep. see. Uh, yep. One out of ten would not recommend. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that is. No, not... God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! Everybody hates. 
it's that beer. It's just shit. It very well done. That's appropriate. Nice. Do we have anything else that we can drink? Uh, I am drinking. Uh, I what, cannot, do you, what do you want? I need to get something not that taste in my mouth. Do you want like <laughs> bourbon or do you want like scotch or do you want a beer? <laughs> can we do that? We've got the whiskey from the place. Do we want to do that? Oh, we could do that. Oh, Buffalo Trace. Shit, we could. Well, well I've already got it. Yeah, we could. Oh, I've already got well, it. You can save it. I'll, I'll do something else. I'll do the uh, the 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 the. Whiskey from the people that were here. Oh yeah, the the Jacob Samson. Oh yeah, hold on. okay, that's good. Uh, I am drinking. I can't possibly oversell this whiskey. I bought a bottle of Rabbit Hole Bourbon. For, mm. It's from Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Louisville. That's how you have to say it. Right, uh, with Louisville. It is, uh, honest to God, one of the best bourbons I've ever had. No joke. It is really, Thanks, really, buddy. really oh, good. Gosh. It's smooth. It's a little bit sweet. Nice spice on the back of it. It is just really nice. I'm, I'm realizing I'm definitely a whiskey guy. And it's about, yeah, you should be. And it's like, uh, what, 50 bucks? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's well worth $50. I'll just tell you. Yep. As far as a bourbon goes, it, it's just really good. Matt, what do you have? Uh, I got this yesterday with uh, Xmas you money. You don't like that, buddy? No, oh, it's good. I'll say I like that. Uh, yeah, I tried it yesterday. I got Old Forester 1910. Oh, Casey? Jason? No, <laughs> neither. Octung Forester, nineteen ten. They do several vari- variations on this bourbon. Mm-hmm. They had like a nineteen twenty. They had an eighteen hundred something. I don't know, but anyway, it's it's dang good, man. I was yeah. And again, it's like fifty bucks. I think it was, which you can get a really good freaking bourbon yeah. for fifty yeah, bucks. So. It's, yeah, it's nice, man. Yeah. And what is? I tried that wh- yesterday. What am I drinking? Uh, and then Michael's drinking. This was a gift to me. Uh, oh, I thought it was to us. No, nope, it bad. was to me. Well, thanks. You're thanks. welcome. Thanks, buddy. Um, it's fine. I didn't see him, well, so they, I felt well, bad about that. Well, they did stay that. at my house. I yeah, mean, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's Delbach whiskey. It's from Arizona. Uh, and it's it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried yeah it's yesterday. really, really good. It's it's nice. uh, from, from Tucson. Yeah. They, they use the uh, Scottish method of whiskey making. Yeah, so. I mean, it's definitely mm-hmm. not a bourbon. It definitely yeah. doesn't taste like a bourbon, but it's good. Yeah. I like it a lot. Thanks, Samson's. Yeah. I feel bad I didn't see you. You should. So. They're nice I was, people, and their son is adorable. Mm-hmm. My family so. was in town, so yeah, no excuse. Yeah, <laughs> just you know, family. Who you, knows? You always have something going on. Put it on <laughs> <us> <laughs> pretty much. Um, does not stop and start <laughs> at your convenience. I, uh, piece of shit. I, I, I say we blow the fuckers up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you. I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Is that? No, you're not. Yes, I am. What? What is that from? That's from the. I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Is that? No, you're not. Yes, I am. Why do you have that? What sound? is that from? <laughs> That's from, from that show uh, to catch a predator oh. or whatever. When he used to like bust guys for wanting to nail underage yeah. kids. God, I got hooked on that show, man. I swear, every third one of those guys was like a fucking youth pastor. Yeah. Oh God. Mm-hmm. That show You're fired. Real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Straight into the prison. All right. This round is on uh, Pastors Pub. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to buy us around, go to patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. You can get access to our spinoff podcast, access to the Pastors Pub's closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. Yeah. Um, things discussed in the pub this week. People in Indiana shooting guns in the air on New Year's Eve. Because, I don't know if we because had. Because freedom. I don't know if we had guns or fireworks last night, but there were a few. It was it's either 50-50 way. either way. Yeah. Yeah. You can do what you want to us. 
But we're not going to sit here and listen to you bad mouth the United States of America. Gentlemen! Okay. Anybody know how to say bite my crank in Spanish? <laughs> uh, things, things discussed in the pub as well. Well, a lot of jer- oh, you right, uh, yeah, just all right. belching up some whiskey. Neat. Uh, a lot of dry January participants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Steve Austin has already started to back away from the dry uh, January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took. Less I called it. It took about uh, about three o'clock probably. Less, yeah. When that accountability came knocking, he was like, <laughs> "Well, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't drink. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't say I'm going to be dry." <laughs> he was like, "Moist, moist January, January. <laughs> slightly damp January." <laughs> Um, <laughs> also, uh, goals and resolutions for 2019. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have any. <laughs> not die, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. Um, all yeah. That's number one. Also, fifty-fifty proposition. <laughs> yep. Everything else is icing on the cake at that point. Note to self: Do not die. <laughs> yes. Um, also, uh, we are in talks. Note to self: Making love to blow up doll not as good as advertised. He said note to self. So. <laughs> Um, uh, we're we're also in talks to to bleach Steve Austin's pee hole. Yeah, at some point so. on the podcast, we're trying to make that happen. Guys. Learned a lot about asshole bleaching we're, last night yeah. from one of Matt's neighbors. Yeah. Never didn't know a whole lot about it. Now I do. Boy, yeah. I I'm all grown up. Now. I am all grown uh-huh. up. We we got an education, boys. Yep. And Did was. not know what that process was like or why. Now I know both. Now, now we know. <laughs> No, we have, and the positions that you have to yeah, get into to, yeah. to make that happen. Not so. as simple as you would think to bleach yeah, an so asshole. It's a very intense process. <laughs> it's a very intense process. Um, it involves a lot of, a lot of uh, stretching and a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, kneeling and being all fours. Yeah. And, uh, Apparently eating Chinese food is something that can happen while, while you have to in. <laughs> so. Your asshole akimbo. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, fantasy football update, Andrew Rettelsberger. Yeah. Rettelsberger. Rettelsperger. Rettelsperger. <laughs> it's really not that. It's Roethlisberger. No, it's no. Andrew Roethlisberger. No, it's Ben's brother. Most definitely not. It's Ben's brother. So he won the, the, the whole thing, the yeah. whole shebang. She bangs. She bangs. <laughs> he, yeah. he is the William Hung of the fantasy yes, football he league. he certainly is. She bangs. Yeah. She bangs. Oh, that's loud. Yep, oh, that is baby. Loud. She moves. She moves. <laughs> I go crazy. <laughs> Oh, I, can you? I, I got something in the oven. I probably should take right. it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's. Uh, so let's. Uh, let's uh, do let's go there. into the newsfeed. So I'll play the song and then we'll. No, we'll, not newsfeed. Not feed. into the newsfeed. Uh, the holiday yeah. thing that we do the, the the words. Yeah. That's, that's pretty special, buddy. You're welcome. So this is our last week doing the holiday special. Uh, yeah. Yep. Fat Pastor Tide Celebration. Piach. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have a winner next week. We'll announce who that is. And then we'll also announce what the prize was. Who knows? <laughs> so have we'll figure yet. it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to it's lay. all the leftover treats. Yeah. We're just going to mail them to you. Yes, that's right. So the, the announcement will be made next week. Uh, but this time we have, uh, what, what do we have, Brad? Uh, we have a, f- a couple of treats from Fiona in merry old Manchester, England. Manchester. G'day, and, uh, mate. Nope, nope. That's not it That's at all. Not I'm having another shrimp on the and, barbie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got uh, first uh, real Lancashire Eccles cakes Ooh. containing pure butter, Oh, apparently, wow. which is fancy. Mm. 
So let's try the Eccles Eccles cake. Are it's these traditional flaky. Christmas? I have no uh, treats in England, idea. or I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Holy balls! Oh man, that oh, is like, like heaven. Fucking lava inside. Mm-hmm. Mine wasn't that bad. Dude, that's awesome. That is. Really I had no great. idea there was anything inside mm. of that. Yeah, me either. Wow. I have no idea what that is, but it's fantastic. Is it fig or raisin? It's almost like mm-hmm. raisin. Oh, we've got a note, too. Mm. Man, that's great. That is really great. Let me see if it says anything. You said we have a note. Did she not tell you? No, it didn't say shit. It's probably in a different language, like English or something. Oh, cakes <laughs> are individually made from the fight. No, never mind. All right. It didn't tell me <laughs> we don't know what's in it. All right. Um, wow, that's really good. Okay, this is a note uh, from... I ate that whole thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. It was great. She said, hey, good news. The Christmas cheer continues with your Manchester care package. Oh, oh she good. also sent um, cookies. Oh, or not cookies. Raisins candies. and currants. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sent uh, different candies and stuff, local candies. We won't try those on the podcast. We're just going to eat them off air. Um, Simpsons spotted dick. All right. <laughs> Made it a factory in my town until some shit went down. Famous for a murder on the premises. <laughs> Delicious Eccles cakes from the neighboring town. Also, the ninth doctor's nickname. Yep. It's Christopher Eccleston. Nice. Okay. All right. Um, there's Swizz, Swizzles Sweets from High Peak. Ooh. I get a lot of patients from High Peak. Lots of leukemia there. Oh. So, oh, it's good. Gonna throw those well, in the trash now. from the candy. <laughs> um, <laughs> finally, Bird's Custard Powder. Which I made custard with to put over the spotted dick. I'm so proud of you. Uh, not local, but what? Uh, I have no fucking idea what that says. <laughs> she wrote it in a different language. Um, English. <laughs> so anyway, that's from Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> Love Fiona and the Jenkinsons. All right. So let's all, let's try the spotted dick. Mm, can't wait to put it in my mouth. Oh yes. That's gonna be that's hot. gonna be hot. Yep. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big bite, man. Did you mm. not get a spoon for everybody? Yeah, I did. Yeah, there's one next to you did somewhere. You? Oh, there you go. All right. Oh, that's good. Mm. We're taking turns passing around, so. Oh, that's really good. Damn, that's tasty. That's got a killer texture, man. Spotted Dick is a sponge cake. Super moist. It really is. Well, I mean, it's a sponge cake, so I, I mean, guess who doesn't it, like moist dick? I guess it should be. I mean, right? That's the best moist dick I've ever had. <laughs> Second best for me. Hmm. Have another bite. <laughs> yeah, break me off a piece of that spotted dick. That's good. Yeah, that's killer. All, All right. right. Thank you, Fiona. Yes, so, thank you. so much. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, for that. Everyone Here's that. your uh, card, by the way. It might be the first time I've ever received... Uh, you just got custard. All- oh, God, you're gross. Dude, I'm glad you're Michael touching those. eating custard off of a uh, paper right now. Yep. I licked <laughs> Matt's um, Stop. voting Stop. card. All right, there you go. Mm, good stuff. Woo-wee. That's the first time I've ever gotten mail from the UK, I think. At my house. Yeah, I don't think I ever have. <laughs> I got some from uh, China. Uh, this week, I ordered something for Christmas, and it came in like I ordered it in November. Came in, yeah, like two days after Christmas. Yeah, not a lot of fast shipping over that way. Yep. Um, yeah, that was great, man. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Let's see how that goes with the bourbon. It was a, it's a great idea you had, Brad. Mm-hmm. 
You're an ideas man. All right. Uh, oh, dude, that's awesome with the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Here we go into the news feed. All right. Oh, I got to <laughs> unmute my. Good work, buddy. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your beers. We're headed into the news feed. I need to dry up all my jizz after that spotted dick, man. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> that was. Was I mean, really, the jokes just write themselves. Wonderful, wonderful it's, spotted it's dick. Like Do we know lo- why it's called spotted dick? I mean, I... No? I guess we could have Googled it. Yeah, I don't know. Why is spotted Yeah, we better Google it right now, because if not, we're going to be told dick. like yeah, times Well, we probably will anyway. No, it was uh, wrong. I had to pause it immediately right Spot a part of the name refers to the currents, which resemble spots, mm-hmm. and dick is believed to derive from the word dough. What? Dough. A dick. <laughs> Female dick. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I mean, most digs, dicks are a little uh, doughy. I mean, uh, in some form or another. Oh, uh, that a dick dough? <laughs> Is that Winnie the Pooh or uh, the, the Pillsbury Doughboy? That's the Pillsbury Doughboy. That's the Pillsbury Doughboy. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you were going for? Was I kind of get both of them whenever oh, okay. I make that noise and it works for both. Does it? <laughs> really kind of works for neither. Yeah. Well. When in Rome. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> you can't just say that. It God does, damn it, Michael. You just say that when you have nothing else to say. When in Rome. It doesn't work. It, it does every time. No, it really does. It works every time. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yep. <laughs> Anybody have any news feed pizzas tonight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm, my body is ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Intoxicated man breaks into Waukesha home, naps on dog bed with 150-pound mastiff. Jeez. Where is Waukesha? Wisconsin. Oh, oh sorry. Waukesha, probably. Waukesha. Yeah, probably Waukesha. We got some guys down here. Waukesha. <laughs> I'm sure it's Waukesha. Anyway, one Waukesha that. homeowner was in for a surprise when she woke up and found a stranger sleeping on her dog's bed next to her 100-pound, 150-pound mask. That's a big goddamn That's dog. That's a really hey. useless fucking animal, yeah. too, apparently. Very important question. Small spin or little spin? He doesn't say. Oh, damn it. According to the... What walk- kind of journalism is this? According what to rag the, is this? Uh, oh, sorry. From uh, CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Where details don't matter. Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> According to Waukesha Police reports, an unknown man entered an unlocked home on Cardinal Drive around 5.20 a.m. on Tuesday. He'd been tying one on all Mm -hmm. night long. They still don't know who he is? Well, I'm guessing they don't say. I don't know. He got away. No, he didn't get away. Uh, The owner of the home called 911 to report that the stranger was sleeping on the dog's bed in the living room and may have entered through an unlocked side door. Lock your fucking doors. Uh Police made contact with the man who was heavily intoxicated after celebrating New Year's Eve, according to police reports. That's, uh, that's tying it on pretty good. He accidentally entered the wrong residence and fell asleep next to the dog. <clears throat> the man was returned to his home where he lives with his mom. No oh, complaint was filed. Boy. No complaint was filed. Oh, man. Because he was just, he was, he was, there was nothing malicious. He literally had no he fucking no idea, idea where, he where he was. Yeah. He's like, oh, this looks like a good place. I'll stop here. Well, it looks like a comfy bed next to that teddy bear. Oh, fluffy bear. <laughs> fluffy bear. Let's cuddle. Um, how, how do we feel about protest? Are you guys in for protests? or? I mean, go for it. Yeah? How do you feel about protests where you nail your freaking nutsack to the pavement? Nope. I saw. I've, nope. Yeah. I, no. Nope. 
Nope. Nope. Nope. I mean, oh man, no. <laughs> no, I mean, if, I mean, man. I guess if you're gonna go, go hard, right? No, no I wouldn't go hard. No. no, no. I'm thinking he went incredibly soft when that. Oh, is I this would. A, mm. Is this a group of people? Dude? No, you're gonna is, want that sack as loose as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this is a Russian Russian man. Well, there, there you go. Uh, he's an artist named. No, no, he's no, fucking no, no, not. No, 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 no. Shut your mouth. You're not an artist by nailing your dong. No, nailing your ball Shut sack up. to the Let fucking me road. Fucking tell God. God damn. Piotr, 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 Piotr Pavlinsky. He's just like a modern day Martin Luther. Who said? <laughs> That's right. Or a modern day Van Gogh. Ninety five theses <laughs> to your ball sack. Uh, I got ninety five problems, and they're all my nuts. He said he set for an hour and a half. Outside the linen mausoleum with the nail through his testicles yesterday, described his fixation act as a metaphor for apathy, political indifference, and the fatalism of modern Russian society. He's basically uh, protesting the police state that's forming Mm. quickly in Russia, which if our Russian president also had his way, we would have a police state as well. Um, 29-year-old performer who timed his stunt to coincide the police day yesterday face spending 15 days in custody was but free what was freed today it is not yet clear whether he will be rearrested after a judge ruled that documents had been presented incorrectly in court uh he has this guy has a um like a track record of doing stuff like this i'm nailing his nuts no not stuff. his nuts he's, this is the first time he's nailed his nuts to the ground he's done other things in may uh, he attracted attention by wrapping barbed wire around his naked body outside St. Peter's Parliament, St. Petersburg's Parliament, a symbol for human existence inside a repressive legal system. In July 2012, he sewed his lips together and stood outside no, St. Petersburg's Kazan Cathedral in support, in support of the jailed pussy riot protesters. Um, I don't know, man. How do you feel about it? You don't, you're not on board with this? No. Clearly it's working because he has to keep fucking doing it. It's not yeah. like, it, yeah, but I mean, could you also make the argument, could you also make the argument that like, at least he's fucking putting something into action now, whether you think that's effective or not, it's not. Yeah. But what I'm saying, I mean, what's it going to do by nailing your crotch? Well, to what's the, it going to do street? about bitching in it in a, every Tuesday into a microphone about shit? But, but, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I'm also not claiming it's art either. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of is art, I guess. I mean, is it? Well. I wouldn't say that it's art, but it's just terrible art. It's just stupid. I mean, I get what... Ugh. I don't like talking about this. This makes my nuts hurt. So, you Matt, do less? definitely not on board. Michael, not sure if you're like, on board. Do YOLO. Do what you want. Um, but no, I don't want to hear about do it. Do what you want, but it's not going to fucking change anything. Well, now we're talking about it, and consequently, Putin's listening. So. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. yeah. So is Donald J. Putin. Donald J. Putin. Hey, Poots. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Putin on the Ritz. Yeah, I mean, like, I, like here's the thing. I'm never going to nail my nutsack to the pavement in protest. Or anything. But I'm never but not like, going to do that. Right, that's right. I'm not necessarily not. <laughs> like St. Francis said, two words that only belong to God, never and always. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and take one from God, never. Will I nail my... Always say you don't never. Know that. Never no. say never. Uh, I don't Just know, man. I, listen, not my cup of tea per se bailiwick yeah not my bailiwick yeah yeah i'm thinking that was about the noise he was making um i'm guessing if that initial i mean guys get their stuff pierced i'm not sure the pain would have been the issue as much i mean yeah i bet that would have hurt like but, a but people get their, their their junk pierced i mean it's probably the same thing 
Yeah, I don't and know. once it goes through, it you probably just have to sit there. I mean, I would think the pain would. Uh, I would. Pretty, I wonder if it would hurt enough that your body would go into shock and you would just kind of uh, stop. Pass like out. if you just would even feel it anymore. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, nuts. I don't know. I, I you know, like I said, not my thing. But I, I mean, I guess at least he's trying to do something. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. Brad, pro nailing your nuts to th- no. I didn't fucking say I was pro nailing <laughs> nuts. I'm just saying. You're not against it. The guy believes in something, and he's, and I think believes in a cause that's worth believing. Well, the cause in. is legitimate. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I'm and just he's not. trying to jolt people awake. I think because he's his argument is that people are just sort of fucking letting it happen because they're afraid to speak up. They're well, because they'll be anything. shot and killed. Or well, that's what he's doing. I mean, that, that's into the thing. Like a Lubyanka prison. Yeah. I mean, I'm just. I don't know. <sighs> I am. I don't know. I'm don't kind know. of. Kind of 50-50 on that one, I think. I'm not really sure yet. <laughs> Might have to get, uh, spend a little time thinking about that one. Pray about it. Yeah, I'll pray about it. No, you won't. No, you're right. I will stop thinking about it in about three seconds. All right. I don't ever want to think about that again. Is what I, I don't want. <laughs> I don't need All right. nails to the From balls. the dailyrecord.co.uk. I'm Where bullshit is a lie. Probably. I'm not sure this is probably that legitimate of a site, but we'll go for it here. Um. Doctor's baffled after man gets 23-inch sex toy stuck inside himself, and they can't get it out. Boy, that's almost a, two feet long. People, how is this still happening? That's Haven't a, you heard the word about this not that's a being lot, a good that's idea? That's a lot really? of sex toy. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of, lot of fake dong. Uh, it's no secret doctors witness some pretty weird things each day in their line of work. Um, uh, one group of doctors have just been faced with a bizarre attacks they've never had to deal with before. As a rather embarrassed 31-year-old man was admitted to ASST... Um, asked great metro, great metropolitan hospital in Nagordia, uh, Nagordia, Nagordia, Italy. Out of his ass, yeah. Uh, with a twenty-three inch sex toy, it doesn't say where it was stuck inside. I'm assuming it's his well, ass. I mean, um, well, we've had else? people, we've had a lot of people shove shit up their dicks. So yeah, I no, don't. Let's not. Um, let's, uh, the unnamed man had been attempting to remove the toy for 24 hours before seeking oh, medical man. assistance. So he's been fingering his beehole probably for 24 hours trying to pull that sucker right out. Boy, and giving him a nasty case of hemorrhoids in the process. I would guess. Not How do you get that removed? <clears throat> well, give me a minute. He told doctors he was suffering from mild abdominal pain. Well, it's oh, you, have a toy. you have a toy touching your duodenum. So oh. you think uh, his x-rays revealed a, quote, long and large sized foreign object or foreign body in his colon. Uh, <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand. I don't Why? understand how it's possible from a physical standpoint. I don't Why know are you the way that you are. I know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Traditional removal tools, just, such as polypectomy, snare, and biopsy forceps were tried by doctors, but all failed to retrieve the sex toy due to its, quote, smoothness and size. Can you feel that, buddy? Uh, 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 uh. Are you ready to be fucked, man? You know what hurts the most? The, the <laughs> lack of respect. Oh, that and the 23-inch dildo, Except that hurts the, the most. Except for the other thing. That hurts um, the most, but the lack of respect hurts the second most. Doctors were forced to get creative and invent a new method of removal. They threaded a piece of wire through a catheter to create a sort of noose. This was inserted into the man's body with the wire end wrapping around the sex toy and being tightened until the item was able to be pulled out. The patient was, patient was discharged later that day. Ooh. So, yeah. He'll be walking quick, with a quick, limp for a while. Quick question. The next time he shits, does it just fall out without him knowing it? I would assume. I would no, assume he's cold. No, chase I can't believe he didn't balls. do internal damage. I, I don't know. Apparently sure not. I don't understand how it's even possible. I don't know. Because of the way the 
colon mm-hmm. like turns. I apparently I it is. I don't know. I don't get it. I wonder if it like kind of pushes and the like the intestine just kind of like stands up a little like bit. Like if you like, want to shove a dildo up your ass, fine. It's America. Do what you want. <laughs> this is what the first guy should like, have done. Shove something up his butt. But here's the thing. Protest. Like, why does it have to be 23 inches? I don't like, know, man. Like, at what point in your life do you go, eight isn't well, enough? Well, 22 like, inches wasn't enough. I mean, he's <laughs> like, I just... I gotta God, go a little... I just don't just a get little it. Like, are you doing this so you can tell your friends, man, I, well, I got And he got it so far up there, he couldn't get it out. Like, you can't leave, like, six inches of it out and pull on that? Like, man, you have to shove it all the way yeah, up in there? This, I just... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I assume right. it just... Right. <laughs> Right. I assume you can hear the ocean. You put your ear next to his asshole. Yeah. Boy, um, yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> talk about no I, tread left on the tires, mm, man. Throwing the old hot dog down the hallway. <laughs> did, you, did you just say if you put your ear up to his asshole, you can <laughs> hear the ocean? Hear the ocean. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> then I made the ocean noise, Michael. That was uh, great. <laughs> I, I pro- All right. Uh, so. Miles, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna shit a river. (laughs) He just called me the name of your son. I did. Miles, I'm so used to telling him to stop doing things. Um, Okay, this is a follow up from last year uh, from Deadspin.com. What did we get stuck in our rectums last year? Okay. So this is from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's database of emergency room visits. Okay. Okay. Here's the okay uh, things we got stuck in our ears. Oh, in the ears. <clears throat> oh, we got more body parts. Oh, here. we're building up. Okay. Yeah. Ear necklace. Uh, quote: Place crayon and ear on a dare. Quote: Was bored <laughs> at school. Put part of pen in ear. What? I feel like I needed a drum roll for whatever's next. I'm not even to the good parts yet. <laughs> Drain plug. Match. End of comb. Uh, what? Uh, Flome. Tapioca ball. <laughs> a tapioca ball um, leaf tampon like this out of, in the ear tapioca ball like out of that tea like the out of like bubble, a tea? bubble tea that's a pretty big ball uh, tampon googly eye glow stick uh, pearl pearls uh, car well. key bug uh, put bleach on a q-tip to clean ear chemical burn Ooh, oh bro that's the yeah. okay mm-hmm. nose rubber band butterfly paint pink vitamin cotton ball tree nut Sneezed and a computer keyboard key came out right nostril. Sneezed again, another one almost came out. What? That's what it says. What? Say that again. Wait. Sneezed. What? How? Quote. Sneezed and a computer keyboard key came out right nostril. Sneezed again, another one almost came out. <laughs> so somebody stuck those up their nose and then they went into the ER. <sighs> <clears throat> These are probably from actual medical reports. I mean, that's probably yeah. what was written. Uh, gum. Gum wrapper. Gum in wrapper. Sex toy. Yeah, of course. Wait, in your ear? No, we're in the nose now. Oh, okay. Pool noodle. In the nose. Pool noodle? How big are your nostrils? Seriously, man. They're gauged, man. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Fucking <laughs> fist up there. Uh, God, it turns me on when somebody fists my nostrils. Onto, <laughs> onto the throat. Banana. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Uh, plastic toy uh, banana. Banana in your... To- what? Throat. We're on the throat. Ooh, well. Okay. Banana. I think we know what's happening there. Yeah. Plastic toy banana. Uh, what well, do you do if you get something caught in your throat? You just breathe through your nose till you go to the hospital? No, the air still comes up through your throat, Michael. You're still blocking the airway. Oh, shit. Yeah. There's not a separate entrance for the nose. That's true. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> that is not great. Uh, Christmas tree branch, toy horn, salt from salt lamp, mulch. You're going too fast. There's, Never... a, lo- there's a lot of these. Okay. I'm just getting to the good All stuff. Right. Just give me a minute. Just, uh, just heating up. Moodering. A small transistor radio. 
<laughs> what? What? He's trying to steal wool. I don't testing out <laughs> items for the steal sign of the wool. Beast. Okay, uh, Michael Drummer, we're on to the penis. All right. Okay, uh, pipe cleaner, straw. Nope, nope, nope. Here's one. Uh, domino. What? Domino. What? A domino in the penis. Why? How? I just have you seen the opening of your penis? Well, I try. Yeah, I mean, I try not to look at it. But yeah, la, I know la, it's la, not. La. Uh, Must not... be a tiny domino, surely. You have to be pretty damn tiny. Not, is this regulation size? I don't, dominoes? I don't really think the size of it matters. Either way, I mean, it's... oh, size matters. Oh god, that's <sighs> a tiny domino versus a, a like a freaking Mexican train domino. It's totally different. <laughs> Thin electric fighter rod, uh, back of remote control, <laughs> metal paper clip. No, oh, oh fingernail. Oh. Oh, fingernail that made me that would made me mm-hmm. hurt fingernail clippings yeah that what oh six to seven was, six to oh. seven bb pellets oh nope man. put soap on electrical wire inserted wire and penis god can we no! not? yeah god. can we not let's just move on okay i'll move on yeah uh vagina no, no why are we just we haven't got to the butthole yet that's the best part oh, god. uh small child child's toy uh baton what kind? <laughs> baton i think it matters really <laughs> Colored pencil, uh, multiple cotton balls, cap of deodorant spray, another domino. Apparently, dominoes are in this year. Uh, pieces of a pen, a glass paperweight, artificial fingernail, makeup brush. Artificial. <laughs> I think we all know how that got there. Yeah. Um, makeup brush, toy plastic banana. <laughs> AB, AB, let's Toy right, let's plastic right. banana. Abe. My son's down here. A, a, a P ring, if you will. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Um, slipped and fell on a wet floor at home, <laughs> and also has had a toy stuck in that place for eight months. Oh, eight months! My God, you'd think after a couple of months you'd be like, mm, maybe I, don't, I should. Uh, I don't know how you would go into like remote control so you could just yeah, like something man. like that. Man. Get, get it to yeah, remote control so it'll automatically vibrate when you're wherever. I think that's probably why it was up there, but yeah, yeah. I don't think you went up there for eight months, Michael. All right, Challenge on to the accepted. rectum. Here we go. Damn near kill. This is the good stuff. Uh, Christmas ornament ball, billiard ball. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nail file. No. Nope. Shot glass. Oh, nail file. An SD card. I mean, well, I mean, you know, I mean, you want to put in a slot. Generally, the, but if you're stealing the nuclear plant, yeah, it's got to go somewhere. Um, jumped on bed, toothbrush was on bed, and went up patient's rectum. Oh, sat down on the sofa and accidentally sat on a ballpoint pen. Pen lodges oh, in rectum. Lo, lo, lo. No, come on. Marker, green crayon, iPad stylus. <laughs> you're gonna want to burn that. Man, uh, lube bottle with cap on. Uh, plastic cigar holder, leg of telescope. Uh, plastic pill bottle, travel size what? mouthwash bottle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Leg of a telescope. Uh-huh. Yeah. <sighs> travel size mouthwash bottle, small shampoo bottle, full size shampoo bottle, full size aerosol can, golf ball, two golf balls in bag. <laughs> Took a soda bottle with fireball whiskey via his rectum, stuck bottle in rectum, and squeezed. Ooh. Shot no. fireball up his ass. Wow. Man. It's boofy. Uh, yeah, seven, seven, almost done. Seven ounce beer bottle, bar of soap, candle and condom. Uh, squirted a mixture. <laughs> squirted. Candle and condom. 
<laughs> I love that they were they were at least being safe about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, squirt a mixture of bleach and water into rectum, wanting to prevent AIDS. Yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> it's probably Jenny McCarthy. Uh, light bulb, handle of broom, cell phone, keychain with flashlight and battery. Has vibrator and rectum and try to remove it with screwdriver and lacerated rectum. Object in colon now. And oh. significant amount of string. There you go, kids. Man. Don't just significant think. amount of string. <laughs> That's what it says. What I mean, what is significant? I just says significant I feel amount like of any string. Any amount of string would probably be significant. <laughs> I, I mean I just wonder like I mean, alcohol has to be involved in most of these, I would think, but I mean, like maybe even I, then. Yeah. Stop shoving stuff in your bee hole. I'm still trying. I mean, even the logistics of like, oh, my toothbrush was on my. I, yeah. I don't buy that shit for two seconds. No, I, I don't down either. And like, it went that's right that's up my just bum. somebody trying to save face. There's literally no way. Uh-uh. The sheer mechanics of that. There's no way yeah. that you were jumping on your bed and your toothbrush happened to be on your bed and it went up your ass. That's there's a that's no, a one, one in a million shot. No there. way that happened. Yeah, that's a one in a million shot. Oh, All right, there you go. All right, product update. It's for you, Matt. I think you might find it useful. Everybody loves product updates, Michael. Everybody loves them. Uh, we, Pedialyte, we mean nobody. Pedialyte is now making a drink for adults to help with hangovers. <sighs> Dude, I don't get hangovers. Just don't like, drink that much. What, why it's would you say hard. me? You're, because you, you drink more than anybody else here. There's three people here, Michael. The odds are probably pretty good. One is going to drink more than the one other. One of the three of us is going to get it. Need this? It's going to be you. They have cherry flavored. Do you want some? We can order you some. I know what Pedialyte Ooh. is, Michael. But this is cherry flavored Pedialyte. What is this any different than Pedialyte? It's Pedialyte. I feel and like they just market it for adults. Yeah, I feel it's like Pedialyte. It's literally not any different. It's than not. Pedialyte. It's good for you. It, it, <laughs> is it? It, uh, it gives you electrolytes, guys. <laughs> so does Gatorade. So does regular Pedialyte. That's what Gatorade. it's for. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> Uh, Target is, is already sold out. Target.com, that is. So. That sounds about right. Okay, so if you're drinking enough all the time that you have just to have don't. that. Don't. Stop. You, you've got a problem. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. It's called sparkling rush. Stop drinking so much that you get hung over. It's a pretty yeah. simple solution. Then you don't hard. need Pedialyte. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I drank a little bit last night. I was fine. I knew when to stop. I stopped. God. All right. Bad, bad news for sex robots. Oh, no. Oh no! Sex robots will be able to feel human touch with new technology. <laughs> I don't see how this is a good idea. Oh, Soon we will be married. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, I don't even know what to do with this shit anymore. Stop! My penis can only get so erect. I just don't. I don't what, know, man. What like, do they mean by? We've that? done so many of these fucking stories, it's new like smart skin technology. But what does this mean? I mean, what are the implications? Why does it matter if the robot it means can the feel? The robot's going to enjoy it, guys. It's a robot. Or feel violated by it. No, your More ex-wife likely. didn't enjoy it either. The sex robot won't either. So, yeah. why? Why? Jeez. I. Who cares if the ro- it's a robot? I feel, like that, I feel like that's not the point of having sex with a sex robot. Yeah. It's for her to feel good. If you, I'm thinking if you've gotten to the point the where point. you're banging a robot, <laughs> yes. human interaction is not your strong yes. suit and not something that's high on your priority You're trolling list. some incel website. So uh, <laughs> at, at present, even the most up-to-date sex dolls on the market are only receptive to touch in specific areas. For example, the skin, 
uh, are I'm not in the skin, the neck or the genitals. Well, uh, I would smart assume the genitals would be top on that list. Smart skin is is technology <laughs> so now, is very so close. Now the robot can say, "Is that it?" That's are great. You, it, are you done? Are yet? you in? It's similar to the I can't technology. Feel it. Did you finish? Did you go? <laughs> it's similar to the technology from um, a, a, a laptop touchpad. The way that that works. You're heavy. Get off me. <laughs> You're crushing my my chips. <laughs> Get your pencil dick out of me, please. Or is it out of me? I can't tell. <laughs> I can't feel it. Are you there? It, it goes into sleep mode in the middle of it. it <laughs> After 10 minutes. <laughs> no. The, the fucking eyeballs start blinking really slowly off and oh. on. Off and on. Wait, what the fuck? Is it asleep? No. Vaginal contact. <laughs> <laughs> no vaginal contact detected. Going into sleep mode. Oh god! Good night. Um, I've got a, a a pretty cool. Um, After orgasms, you have to reboot it. <laughs> if you're going to go for another round, or do you have to like? Is there like a what happens if you get the pinwheel of doom in the middle of it? You have to it control closes, alt close, delete. Close, <laughs> control alt delete. Shutting down now, and it clamps down. <laughs> Well, control all the elite, you just stick a finger in each of its holes, and that's what <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah. You want to try it out? Oh, God. Well, they're right relatively close together. I mean, you could probably just do it with one hand. Oh, Jesus. What else do you have, Michael? Um, this is a cool story. Um, so <laughs> When you go from that to this is a cool this story. This is an uplifting story. <laughs> I don't usually bring those. I like to bring it down. Love I'm going to bring this one up. Uh, where we belong. An Ohio father uh, went to great lengths to spend Christmas with his daughter. Um, <laughs> oh, I saw this story. Did you? I did. What happens next? Uh, she was a flight attendant. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So right. uh, Pierce Vaughn. Um, not Pierce. Pierce Vaughn. Not Brosnan. Um <laughs> And it's Vince's what brother. the fuck happened you know. to Pierce Brosnan? He like was James Bond, and he just fucked off Got forever. Like well, stuck he, in a he was James Bond. He didn't need no, to do good. anything else. Um, he was good for one thing, and that was being James Bond. So the daughter is a flight attendant. It's because it was a James Bond, basically. No, it yeah, James it was. Bond. No, he was a thief in that. Okay, anyway. it's James Bond is a thief. I mean, <laughs> what, what what you got, buddy? Sorry. We're arguing about the merits of Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> it's in Thomas Crown Affair, of all things. You didn't like that movie? Uh, no, it was not. Really? Great. No, I didn't like it. Hmm. Um. Anyway, so... Um, was he in The Six Million Dollar Man, too? Uh, I don't know. Steve no, Austin. No, Sorry. he wasn't. Okay, uh, so th- this girl is, is a flight attendant. This woman is a flight attendant. Um, and she had to work through uh christmas eve and christmas day so her father bought multiple plane tickets to spend the holiday with her yeah, it was like sky. six flights yeah. wasn't it? yep mm-hmm. that's great man so cool so uh yeah he uh went on every flight apparently, with her apparently dad has some disposable income well i mean sure but <laughs> said it was very hard to get all the flights just to oh get i'm sure yeah um but uh yeah what a good dad yeah that's, that's cool man really awesome it is that's a great story i saw that on christmas day or the day mm-hmm. after yeah, I, I think like, i did too man, that's just that's fun. I mean, if you got the money, yeah. What the hell, you know? <clears throat> yep. Good so, on him. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Any anything else before we go into the no. rest of it? You have a Bible? No. Do you not have Bible gateway? What show do you think this is? Yeah, I don't like reading off of that. I can't read off a screen. Oh, my God. It. I can't read right now. I'll do it. All right. Um, well, I'm going to... Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. Yeah. Further in. Further in. Yep. Further up. Further up. Further in. Yeah. Yeah. So we are... Talking about this is a deconstructed parable episode. Yay! Yeah. Way nope. back, way back. Um, so <laughs> sounds super excited about that. We do this every yeah. once in a while. Um, so what? Um, what? What are we doing? What? Uh, where? Where in the Bible can we find the story? Matthew um, twenty-five. All right, and what is it called? The parable of the ten virgins. Hey. No, don't. No, I take that back. That response. <laughs> should we delete or should we delete that and start? No, let's not. Okay. Uh, plow through. All right. Ten virgins. Uh, yeah. Uh, should I read it? Virginity is just a construct made by men to make women feel great about having sex with them. The okay. word itself makes some men uncomfortable. Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Matthew 25, it's in verse one. I'll read. It's like 13 verses, so let me read this. <clears throat> Do you have some music in the background? Uh, no. Um, this is... Nope. <laughs> Virgin. <laughs> Virgins. I just don't... I just don't even fucking know what to do with him sometimes. <laughs> I don't either. I really but, don't. All right, either. I'll be quiet now. God. I'll shut down right now. <sighs> <laughs> this is towards the end of... In the Gospel of Matthew, towards the end of Jesus' life. Uh, he says, at that time, the kingdom of heaven uh, will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. Uh, the bridegroom was a long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. All right. It's pretty important to remember this is coming on the heels of him talking about the destruction of Jerusalem. Yes. Which happened. Yes. About 30 years later. Yeah. So, yep. I, that's a really good contextual point. Yeah. Um, to start. I think another place to talk to start also, uh, I think is also to, to admit that on a face reading, there's some pretty disturbing, weird stuff in here. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you sure. could, I, I think if if we've heard this, I, I think anybody that's heard this parable in church, if you've heard a teaching on this parable in church, it's always been warnings attached to it. Yep. Um, it's been used as a cudgel, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, I want, we're going to, I think, I hopefully we're going to dispel some of that tonight uh, and get down to really what, what's really happening here. Um, but I think... Uh, one thing to notice in this story is you're, you're looking at a common Jewish practice in the first century. Um, the story that he's telling mm -hmm. is a story that people in the context, the imagery would have been very evident to the original audience. Um, so like in, in Jewish 
first century Jewish context, a couple's engagement would generally last around a year. Um, the groom would then show up unexpectedly to the bride's home. Okay, so it wasn't like they sent their, uh, you know, eight months out, they sent their, uh, you know, save a dates to hang on the fridge, like, <laughs> with a date. It was yeah. like the groom, whenever it was time, would literally just un- unexpectedly show up to the bride's home and escort her back to his house to begin a week-long wedding celebration. Which he had been preparing Which he had been throughout preparing throughout the entire time. Because they didn't fuck around with mm-hmm. wedding ceremony. Like, yeah. it was huge. Like, hey, you guys know why they did it that way? Is this going to be a joke? Tradition! <laughs> There's very much... Tradition! Yes. Tradition! Thank you, Tevia. All right. The Jewish is fucking Tevia. Um, <laughs> 3,000 years ago. Um, <laughs> beautiful tradition for Moses of Sandy Koufax. <laughs> um, so that's... So the imagery there, that's that's what's that's the imagery that's happening. So Jesus is talking about this thing that people would have understood in this context of yeah. the bridegroom preparing for the wedding. Okay. Yeah. And but a lot of different note when Jesus says, I go to I go to my father's house to prepare a place for you. It's it's the same fucking it's imagery. wedding imagery. It's wedding imagery. Yes. Yeah. Um so yeah, so he would show up unexpectedly, okay? And then she had to be ready. I mean, she had to just be ready to drop it and go you know what i mean like to go and then they they started the wedding celebration for a week um so do you have anything to add to that not as far as the, that that contextual okay. stuff no. but i just wanted to get that out there because that's not a i mean none of that's a concept that we understand no so like automatically we're at a disadvantage reading that parable because we're like what the fuck like yeah none of that makes any sense hmm. um but when you look at it in the jewish context i think you can actually it really helps to, to see the imagery, to understand the imagery, to see what Jesus is actually saying. Yeah. Okay. So we, you know, any of these, I don't know how many of these deconstructed parables we've done, four, three or Two four. Or three. I don't know, four anyway. or something like that. Under um, a dozen. Yeah. So, one. but they've all been, yeah, that's good. Um, but one of the things we've always harped on is context, cultural mm-hmm. context and context within the larger scriptural narrative. Mm-hmm. Of what's going on, which you already mentioned. The bird's eye view. You want the yes, bird's eye view the of what's going on. bird's eye view because then you get what the writer is trying to get across here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that we need to mention it because we've talked about it, but if you're new to the podcast, Kingdom of Heaven is not talking about heaven. No. It's a here and now reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kingdom of God, Kingdom of Heaven, the heavens, Kingdom of the heavens. It's not talking about an otherworldly place. It's talking about a, uh, a, a reality here and of now. This worldly of this reality. world reality. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those things are, I think we have to get those out there because that already, when you don't do either of those things, when you don't look at either of those things, it's easy to draw really shitty conclusions about this parable. Oh, this, sure. This All, is the fourth one we've done. We did one in episode 37 uh, for the prodigal son, yeah. episode mm-hmm. 92, the sower, and mm-hmm. episode 129, the banquet. There you go. Okay. So, and I think I think any teaching we've ever heard on this, at least personally, has been shit. It's been yeah, just completely garbage. shitty theology about God sending his judgment. If you oh, you got to be ready or, you know, when the trumpet sounds and all this bullshit. Uh, so, yeah. So that's. I wish yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think one thing, another thing we need to mention we need to get all the heaven and hell out imagery of this out of our minds. Yeah. That's not not on Jesus' radar screen. No. So stop. Like if you're automatically going, well, 
if you're not ready, you go to hell. If you're ready, you go to heaven. He says, no, I didn't know you. That means he sends you to hell. That nope. is the not most what he's talking about. base bullshit like interpretation yeah. of this scripture. And I think it's mongering. probably the most popular. Yeah. Because on a, just a surface reading, when you don't take context or anything else into account, it's easy just to go, oh, and then you read your own theology into it mm-hmm. instead of saying, what was Jesus trying to tell them then? Yep. Um, so get that out of your mind. Uh, Jesus isn't talking about the second coming because we were in the middle of him being here for the first time. Like Jesus is, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like that sounds so fucking (laughs) obvious. He's not talking about the second coming here. Yeah. Okay. That's the, the normal interpretation is, well, when Jesus comes back, you better be ready. Nope. Not what he's talking about. So let's get heaven and hell imagery out of the way. Now out of the way, gone. Yep. And second coming imagery out of the way, gone for one. I don't think the second coming is a real thing (laughs) Two. I like, yeah, yeah, it, it, that's not what he's talking about. We were in the middle. Why is Jesus talking about what he's going to do when he's coming back when he's already fucking here? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I, and right. I want to acknowledge that it is really hard to get that imagery out of your head it is. when it's yeah, been yes. ingrained. There in will you. be people listen to this and go, oh, they're just making shit up. As I, they go. I still like, even reading these parables, yeah. I still have that in yeah. the back of my mind, that whole idea of, oh, he's telling people they're out. Yeah. I mean, that. Which in one sense is sort of true, but in another it's, sense it's not we'll in the context yes. not in the context that we always think yes. of, like you're either heaven or you're hell. Yes. That's we'll, not what he's talking we'll about. We'll get to that. There is yeah. a judgment um element to this parable. Sure. I mean, in fact, Robert Farrar Capon uh calls this a, a parable of judgment. Yeah. Um well the the following two parables are right after that, they're all the same, telling the yes. same thing. Yes. Yeah. Um so there is some judgment. We'll get to that. Um but yeah, I think that's it's important to note those things. Uh, the next thing I think we should note is that in this parable, all 10 of the virgins are in from the beginning. Yes, that's one thing. Inclusion before exclusion. Okay, yeah. like yeah. they're in. Yeah. So all 10 of them are betrothed to the bridegroom. Now, yeah, okay, we don't get hung up on fucked yeah, up Matt, weird. Yeah, Matt, let it go. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, get, don't get caught up on any of that. That's, none of that's the point. The reality is they were all in from the beginning and they're all betrothed to the bridegroom. None of them are sex robots. Right, exactly. But they're get you got yeah. to get this point. They're all in. Yeah. They're all loved, they're all betrothed. Understand the universality of this of what he is saying mm-hmm. here. That's what this is saying. We're all in. We're all betrothed to the bridegroom. We're all um loved deeply by the divine. And again, don't think of in as a heaven and hell construct. Yes. In meaning it's there. You're like he's God is God is with you. Yeah. God is God loves you. It is grace all the way down. Yep. Like so yeah. that's that's the context. That they're all they're all in from the very, very beginning. There is no out and in. They're all loved. They're all betrothed. Yeah. Understand what's happening there. Every person listening to this, every person not listening to this, um, every person we love, every person we hate. Every like all yep. betrothed to the bridegroom. Yep. The, it's it's a universal thing. Mm-hmm. And God, I mean, already I'm sure people are checking out, going, "Oh Jesus!" Like here comes these universalists these talking. Sorry, about. like I I didn't write it. I didn't write it. <laughs> like they're, but that's it's and, in the Bible, motherfucker. And, and that's a and that's a theme throughout all of the parables. Yes, it, all all the parables yes. has that theme. Universal acceptance, yeah. inclusion, and love. Yep. Like. It that's it. It starts there. Even the parables of "quote unquote" judgment. We ha- and, and we yeah. have you. You have to start there before you understand this parable. You got to start with the universality of God's love and God's acceptance of all people. Yeah. You you got to start there, or you will go completely 
off the rails immediately. Yep, absolutely. Uh, one of the other things I had here is I had the inclusion before exclusion thing, which is yeah. what this is. Yes. Um, I also had there's an, in these, especially in these three parables, <clears throat> there's a noticeable absence of the main character. Yes, which I think is important. I mean, the bridegroom's not even around at the beginning of the story, which we we Brad have already touched on why that is, mm-hmm. and he takes his time arriving. Um, and Capon makes makes some really good points in, in his book on this, and when he covers this parable, that I think we can make the case that God, quote unquote, is effectively not around, or rather, he's he, she, it is Her? not, <laughs> yeah, is not present, is, or is they're present in such a mysterious way that it constitutes an absence. Yeah, like it, you know, he calls it presence in absence. Yeah, like God is like we always talk about. And I think this is why the talk about God being here for us or, you know, what? God is my buddy. God is yeah. my I'm having coffee with God. I think that's why all that shit's so troubling to me, because often God is in no way there. detectable. Yes. In a at way. all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. At all. I mean, you know, it's what Roar, talk, what Roar harps on is that most of the time when God's detectable, it's through pain. Yeah. And it's through suffering. Yeah. And it's through love as well. Yes. I mean, obviously, those are the, and the two great teachers. Yeah. That's what it's teaching you is presence, not just your presence, but a presence. Yes. Um, and so I, I think it's important that we understand that moral behavior, moral behavior or good works are not the basis of the judgment in this parable. Yes. It's, it's basically faith or unfaith and not faith in the sense of like uh, believing mental some ascent. mental ascent to constructs. Yeah. It's, it's how you, it's how you interact. It's, um, it's assenting with your life, not your mind. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's basically faith or unfaith in the mysterious presence and absence. Do you believe that there's something, something, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, force, yes, spark, love, yes, whatever. Space force. Yes, space yeah. force. Yeah. I mean, and again, I understand we're using Christian terminology here to, to talk about this, but whatever terminology you use to get there, it, it's, it's simply understanding that maybe there's something to... There's something there that's present. Again, whatever it is, life, fate. I, I don't even know what word you want to use yeah, for I it, know. but I, it, to me, there's there. It just it, it comes down to whether you you believe that there's something there. You have faith in something there, and you order your life around that, or you don't. Yeah, whatever that there is, yes. whatever that thing is. Yes. Yeah i I think it's very. It, there's a couple things to note. One, I think that any separation that happens in this parable uh, is because the five that were separated were unwise enough to stop trusting that they they were still betrothed even without the oil i mean yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. yeah 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 they they didn't even they didn't trust that they were still betrothed so like they in what that what that means what that looked like is they weren't prepared in any way shape or form for the divine to show up because they didn't actually uh trust that the divine was actually going to show up yeah does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah like, I think there's something to be said for that. So, like, in other words, I think the gift of God is available to all and given to all. Okay? Yeah, Like, sure. once again, uh, in the parable, they're all in at yeah. the beginning, right? So, another way to say that is you already have in you what you need. Love, joy, peace, God, mm-hmm. spark, force, whatever whatever you want to use. Well, I, I call it God because I don't know what else to call it. Like, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't, when I say God, I don't say God and then like, oh, I have God and you don't, or I have the God and you don't. I use it for that unknown mystery. Yeah. That's what I call it. God. Yep. So all the stuff maybe that I don't understand that I can't quantify, whatever, call it God. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you have all that in you, what you need now. Yeah. You're in. 
Yeah. You've already got that. Yeah. So the question is whether or not you trust that reality and are awake to it. Yeah. Like the wise trust and are present to that and the unwise are not. That's what it's saying. Yeah. That wisdom, true wisdom is to be awake and, and present to the reality of how loved you are. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. that it that whole thing is about being it's about being awake and ready. So because because like you said, I think we see we see God as a commodity that comes and goes. Like that's how that's how God is taught. I would say in this country and not and probably just in the west in general. Sure. Is is God is a commodity that comes and goes as he like and it depends on your moral behavior. It depends on, you know, if you, mm-hmm. you're, we got to be holy and righteous. I got into an mm-hmm. Instagram argument about fucking Harry Potter this week. I saw that. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, uh, that's great. Like in her whole thing is we're supposed to be holy instead of, I'm like, dude, if you can't see God in that story, that's a you problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. he, for fuck's sake, he dies and is raised again to defeat evil. Jesus. Up from the grave. I don't give rose. a shit if he's a wizard or a goblin. I don't fucking care. Like the re- like. you've got to be able to see that. Anyway, she comes back at me with like, oh, we're supposed to be righteous and holy. God doesn't come and go. God does not stop and and start start at your your convenience, you miserable piece of shit. Like, (laughs) God is not a commodity. It don't matter to Jesus. God is not a... Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well done. God, God is not something that is bought and sold based on your morality. Yeah. That is one of the biggest problems with how we view God in this in the West is that when you do the right things, you get him. When you mm-hmm. don't, he's gone. Yeah, he it's just, something bizarre. God's face can't see evil. He can't really like a God that can't see evil is going to come down here in the middle of this shit. Yeah. And live a human life. You're That's literally that, what he did. You're telling me that he this God, this divine can't deal with me jerking off or whatever. Like, are you fucking serious? I or, can't. Or reading wizard books? Yeah, I know. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like that's that God's going to come and go like a demon's going to inhabit me because God's fucked off because I read the Chamber of Secrets. I mean, g- get the fuck out of my face with that. <laughs> God is not going to come and go based on your moral behavior. Shove yeah. it up your butt. Exactly. But, so understand that, that, <laughs> that I think that this parable actually speaks to that because he's there. Like he shows up to all of them. Yeah. It's just that five of them didn't. They weren't fucking awake. Yeah. They weren't ready for that presence to show up yeah because god doesn't come and go god is always here but god i think the divine whatever i think we've all had these moments in where it's like what the you know what the celts would call a a thin place like you get these moments where you're just almost saturated in it and i don't know there's no it's it's pure gift Mm -hmm. you can't generate it yeah yeah yeah. would you say they were not woke exactly what i would say okay but like you can't generate those experiences they just happen and they mm-hmm. never happen when you expect them to man yeah. like yep you know like yeah. and i i mean i had one the other day when i have to be driving to evansville indiana for work and i was just almost in tears for no fucking reason and it was just like overwhelmed with like a i guess the presence the love of life and that just the beauty of yeah. life it just yeah. hit it, you it just hit mm-hmm. me no nothing was happening yeah. i was quiet in my car and it happened I meditated yesterday on the way home, and, and then today, my brain, I was like, I could not have been further away. Like, Oh, sure. And yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can't manufacture it, You, but you can 
we can train ourselves to sort of be present for when that happens, be prepared for that shit when mm-hmm. it happens. Most people go through their lives, and, I, and when I say most people, I include most Christians that I know even go through life as functional atheists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. what I mean by that is they don't need God in any way, shape, or form in any point in their life on a day-to-day He's just basis. used to bless their God thing. God is used to bless their thing. Yeah. But that God only shows, he's only blessing when they're on the fucking beach, when they're, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, when they're on their yacht, whatever it mm-hmm. is, like, oh, I'm, you know, blessed, or isn't God beautiful? Great. Fucking fantastic. But they're, you're a functional atheist. Because you're, you're, you're just saying that God is going to show up in these great things or whatever. And like you mentioned earlier, like, like what I found in my life is the sort of universal concept that you find in all of the great religions is that the divine really shows up in the suffering, like yeah. in the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, what's the cross if he it sh- isn't He that? shows up in the cancer. Yeah. I mean, if it yeah. isn't that, if the cross isn't that message, then what the hell is it good for? Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, yeah. yeah. And so the only separation once again the only separation that happens in this parable is because they weren't wise enough to be present and in the moment to expect that to happen yeah five of them were ready for whenever the bridegroom shows up whenever the divine shows up we will be ready yeah the five other five were not yeah and so when he says i don't know you we take that as oh well they're going to hell no like that's not at all what is happening here it's just that they weren't there's a reciprocal, I think, in some ways, sort of so, uh, like a like a dance between us and and the divine. Yeah, is there's a, there's a there's a dance, there's a give and take of we're prepared, we're here, and there and God is sort of in and out, and He's sort of you know what I mean, like, and if we're not ready to see it, how is that presence ever going to really know us? Yeah, how yeah. is that ever? Yeah, 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 right. You know what I mean? Like, and how are we ever yeah. going to have any sort of intimacy with the with the divine? Any sort of intimacy with, um, you know, the force of the universe or whatever language? And interconnectedness with everything. How are you ever going to have that yeah. interconnectedness, that unity with all things? Yeah. If you're not fucking ready and you're not present. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I think there's. I'm going to come back to presence. Um, because I think it. Not those presents. Not those presents. Um, I I think there's another point to be made here with the lateness of the bridegroom. Um, Capon says this, and I found it interesting. Uh, He says, this verse bears witness to the complicity of God, not only in the slapstick way the world is run, but in the failures of those who counted on its being run in a more respectable fashion. And he goes on to talk about, like, whose fault is it that they ran out of oil? Yeah. With the fucking bridegroom. Yes. Because he didn't show up. Yeah. yeah, and he goes on to talk about this, and this is something that's troubled me for years. You know, whose fault is it that Peter denied Jesus or that Judas betrayed him? It was, the, it was God. It, because if you leave Peter on the boat, he doesn't have that issue. If you leave Judas to do whatever he was doing, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't betray Jesus. Like, so there's, there, in, it's almost like you, know, in, in, you look at the giving of the law, and Paul talks about this. In an effort to get rid of sin, God gives us the law, and all it does is create more sin. Paul talks about that. Yeah. It just increased yes. sin. All the all the law can do is show you what the fuck you're doing wrong. Right. It, it just increased yeah. sin. So like that's why he's just like, ah, screw the whole thing. Just get rid of the law. Well, yeah, yeah. but and, but you know, I think Kapal makes this point. He says there's there's no answer to why this is the case. Like why God is such a sloppy yeah. universe runner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, but he's and there's there's no answer to why to explain God's complicity in our failures. Um and that's not taking away personal responsibility. That's not what I'm saying here. But 
And it just, it God's complicity in the way the world's run. But here's the thing. There is an exempt, there has to be an acceptance of this is how it is. Yes. It's yeah. like he says, this is the only God we have. Yes. Like for good or ill, for good or ill. <laughs> yeah. This is who we've got, who we're stuck with. Right. He's stuck with us. We're stuck yeah, with him. Yeah. Um, we don't, we don't have to like it, but it's the only reality we have. And I think part of presence is being, is accepting the way the world is again, not doing things to improve it, not, not doing things to improve yes. it, but accepting that things get fucked up. Sometimes the yeah. bridegroom's late. Yeah. Occasionally it happens. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that's pretty important to note. Um, because again, that's the reality of it. Yeah. You get the cancer diagnosis. What are you going to do about it? Fucking nothing. Yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta lean into it yeah. and go straight through it. Yeah. Um, and, and again, you're not prepared for that. No. I mean, you're not carrying the oil for that. Who cares the oil for right. that? I mean, but I think at the same time, I, but I think you can also be at a point where you can be present enough in, in the moment enough that if, when that comes, you go, okay, this is, I, I've been, my, my mantra lately is, and I listened to Roar and Pete Holmes again. Uh, oh, that interview, so, so I listen to it like once a month. I yeah, think. I think I did too. You know, because there's just every time I hear it, I see I hear something different mm-hmm. and something new. <clears throat> you know, and he says, you know, Roar's thing is love is simply saying yes to what is. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that is so my my mantra has just been say yes to what is, hmm. and that includes the shit. That includes the cancer diagnosis. That includes the and that's and once again easy to sit around a table and talk about that. Yeah, really hard, but I think you can get to a point where with whatever hits, whether it's the good or the bad, you're able to accept it with an open hand and go, this is what is. Yeah. yeah. So this is what is. So we, we go and we, we work from here. We do this point. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, okay, this is, this is what it is. Just this. Yeah. That yeah. fantastic little book by Roar. Just this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check it out. There's just this. Amazon.com. Um, yeah, you can get on Amazon now. And, you know, just, I, I think that this entire parable is about presence. And being present in the moment. Yeah, and I think so too. Because that's how you're ready. That's how you're ready when life throws you shit. Yeah. That's how you're ready when life throws you good things. When, you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, I, did. I totally get it. That's yeah. when you're, I think that when, and I'm not there. No, I, I, mean, I would say all three of us. Have, of course. Uh, I, I can't speak for you, but I know yes. Matt and I both have had moments where, you know, we let shit bother Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Oh, of course. That, that you, is know me. I mean, super, you know me well enough. Super, super obnoxious. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, it, we let it eat our lunch. Yes. Um, and, and no matter how hard we try, it just happens sometimes yes. and, and, and it's a constant fight. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even today, I mean, even today. Yeah, that's I had a, what I was referring well, to. I mean, well, I, so I had a, a three hour call that just, it just went south. Yeah. It was just one of those, no matter what you tried and it was frustrating for sure. Yeah. But I was actually aware of, in my mind was aware I was, you know, we talk about that with Earhart Tolley book. I was the watcher. Yeah. I was aware of what was going on inside of me and it actually helped bring me to um, a place where I could get the work done. Yeah. Even though it's not done, we have to go back and put a fucking part in, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there, but it it allowed me to at least get through the steps to think clearly, to take it step by step and go, okay, this is going to do this. Then we'll do this and this and this. And we went through all those steps and even when it started to work and then it ended up not working and, but it, I was aware I was, I was consciously aware. And so I think there's something to, I was present in, at least in that 
frustration. Right. Yeah. Even if it wasn't perfect, I was still aware of my frustration. Yes. Yeah. Which is a step. It is a step. Yeah. It's I, a huge I, step. I want to get to the point. I'm not there. I want to get to the point where when the shit hits and I can go, where's God in this? Yeah. yeah. God is somewhere in this too. Yeah. Where's God in this? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, where's the presence here? Yes. Because you know, you and look at, you look at the it? parable. The I mean, the bridegroom shows up in the middle of the night. How fucking inconvenient is that? Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the notion that God is just going to be like this convenient, like he's just going to, he'll show up when we want him to or whatever. No, yeah. Yeah. like, I mean, even Jesus says the spirit blows where it wills. Like he, he yeah. likens the spirit to wind. Like, yeah, that's not a thing that you can grasp in a thing. Like, it, mm-hmm. you know, it goes right through your fingers. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, it's here one second, gone the next. Like how, that is so like, you look at that parable, you're like, why the fuck do you need to show up in the daytime? Like, which, you know, Kapan, so fucking, irritating. I know and Kapan like, makes this it's interesting so, point. It's so inconvenient. Yeah. And I think you, you, we've got to understand that what Jesus is saying in the parable, because I, that, that wasn't normal behavior. Yeah. Yeah. In Jewish culture, the the uh-huh. the showing up to get your bride unexpectedly—that's uh, the, the guy's not going to show up in the middle of the night. Why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I do want to put a plug in here for the Eckhart Tolle book, "The Power of Now." Yeah, uh, Matt, uh, myself, and Mindy Garcia are doing a book club right now. And remember, you called her a bitch. And I, oh my god, <laughs> uh, she's a saint. She's a national treasure. That bitch. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so we're doing a, yeah. a, a book club in, in, in our Patreon, patreon.com slash pastors podcast. But it, it kind of talks about uh, uh, becoming present. It's all about presence. It's all about presence. And a lot of the questions that I think we had initially. Um, are, are being answered through his book. And it, it's, it's fascinating in terms of how can you say present if you got bills to pay? Like he goes through that. He and, covers and, all and, of it. And, and it's yeah. Great, so. Yeah. You know, it, going back to what you said, I think it's interesting because Jesus kind of turns things a little bit on its head here with what's wise and what's foolish. Yeah. Like the bridegroom show up in the middle of the night, not normal. Right. So, you know, we talk about the foolish versions, not bringing extra oil. Well, why the fuck would you? You're right. Who the hell's going to show up in the middle yes. of the fucking night right. when you're out of oil? So there's, it, it, it <laughs> apparently the guy who's sleeping next to your dog. <laughs> That's right. Yes, the, the drunk guy after New Year's, yeah, 150 yeah. pound mastiff. Yeah. Um, you know, they assumed what was inevitably going to be a short wait for the beginning of the party. Right. Like they obviously knew something was going to yes. happen because they were at least in the in some way. All of them were prepared, prepared in some way. Yeah, they brought their lamps in case it got dark. But the and so what we call the wise versions were just dragging extra shit along with them. Yes. And, you know, what are the chances they're going to need extra oil? Well, it right. turns out they did. Right. Um, and, you know, Capon says what ends up making them seem wise is that in this world, something usually goes wrong. And that's what we've been talking about. So yeah. Inevitably, the bridegroom is unexpectedly late. Yes. And that's how the world really is. The unexpected does happen. Yes. And so it's important to be present with, to be, to under, to have, again, the oil, call it the oil of presence, I guess. To, to have that extra oil to be ready yeah. for when that shit happens. And that takes internal work. Yep. Whether a lot. A lot. A, a life, lot. A lifetime. Jesus. Yeah. If it takes counseling, if it takes uh, an Eric Tolle book, if it takes whatever it is, meditation, all those things. Um, it takes all those things to be ready for that moment when the unexpected does happen. Because it's going to fucking happen. Yeah. It, it's The shit is going to hit the fan. Yes. Something, the bridegroom is going to show up late. And you need to be ready for when that happens. Yeah. What is that stupid song about the 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 bride bridegroom I've got stuck in my head? I have no idea. 
we will it. dance. Yeah, that's it. God, they, I used to play the shit. Oh, oh my God. God. I, so in in conclusion, well, no, not in conclusion. Let me say oh, this okay. because we, we got plenty of time. Guys. No, we talked about. We don't have to have a three-hour podcast. We've talked we about. We are not on track to have a two-hour podcast. That's We're fine. fine. Also yeah. fine. We haven't really ever talked about salvation. Because I want so let me, let me talk ground. psychologically here for just a second. Like, <laughs> can you talk spiritually? We talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've talked about presence in terms of just presence in everyday presence of the divine. I guess being present mm-hmm. to the divine yeah. around you. Um, but I think there's something, and I, there's a lot of what Eckhart Tolle talks about in that book is the presence, of, being present to yourself. Yeah. Um, what Roar calls your true self. I think that I think this parable speaks to that as well. Yeah. I mean, I, you can. It's a whole other level of understanding of this parable. Is the bridegroom is your? I, I guess in a sense would be. I haven't really thought this through, but the bridegroom would be your true self. Yeah. Being present, being aware, or being ready for to find your true self, and to have. Um, I don't know. I'm really kind of struggling with that analogy. I probably should have thought that through more, <laughs> but I took a nap today. So, um, <laughs> but I think you know. But, I thought about this today. The term, in terms of our our um, being present to ourselves, that salvation is basically, I think, an acknowledgement and awareness of our truest self. I think it's being yeah, present, think, being present to our truest self, and being present to the world and to the divine around us. Yeah, I, I think you, know, you can use religious language if you want. It's, it's what Jesus calls the reconciled version of ourself. Basically, yeah. um, it's. The reconciled version is the only version that matters at all. It's the only version that lasts. Yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, again, using religious language, um, when you know when we accept this true self, the old unreconciled self dies. It's the false self, the, the false ego, the yeah. whatever term you want to use for it. Um, but I, I think to me, like you know, salvation gets thrown around as a term all the time, and, and is some magical thing that happened. And I think it's, it's literally we, just awareness. It is. It's awareness, and yes, I, I think. Yeah, we. Salvation. Anytime that salvation is talked about in this country, in the West, it's it's a transaction. Yeah. That, and, and nobody can agree on the transaction, how exactly that works, other than uh, because of the cross, that God doesn't hate us anymore, and so like yeah. all we got to do is say, "Well, I believe in the cross and the death and resurrection of Jesus," and all of a sudden, you're flipped to the other side of the ledger. Which I mean, if you talk about, I mean, uh, the most boring fucking story ever. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it is. Fuck me. Like, that's it. Like, that's yeah. it. You boil this guy's entire life and the brilliance of his teaching in life down to that. Like, this lame ass, just cosmic transaction of all of a sudden, you know, drunk dad doesn't hate us anymore and won't beat us anymore because, right. you know what I mean? Like, yep. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. like, that's just, it's I'm just. I'm afraid of God. It's just, it's absolutely insane to me. Like, we've just completely, like, taken Jesus's life and teachings just out of the equation completely and the fact that he was trying to show people how to live the fullest life and abundant life now yeah like that was his entire that was his mission and in that way that his goal was sal- our salvation yeah to be saved from the prison of our of our minds of how mm-hmm. we you know people will call it the devil or you can call it your mind i don't give a shit what you call mm-hmm. it like that the prison of like hatreds and and all the million ways we enslave ourselves and Jesus comes to free us from all of that shit. Yeah. All of it. Like yeah. and he models this death resurrection narrative 
of that's this is how life works. That you, you once you die, then you find life. Yeah. Like that that's that's how it works. But the salvation that they speak of in the Bible is not a transaction. It is a um, process mm-hmm. by in which we wake up. I think that's yeah. the, the the best way to say that in modern yeah. language is is waking up. Yeah, and you know he's Jesus, when Jesus says and that's not a necessarily a one time. Yeah. I don't think it is a one time thing. Oh no, like, absolutely not. I, I mean, I there are days where I'm more awake than others. I maybe mean, there's, maybe there's an initial moment of awareness, like an, an awakening. Yes, you know, because there is always that moment. When I think you what first you're awake, awake. I think what you're awakening to to use the, go back to the parable. You're awakening to the fact that you're betrothed to the bridegroom. Yeah, that you're loved yeah. deeply. Yeah, like on a cellular level. Uh-huh. And that's what you're awakening. You, you you wake up to that. I think maybe there is an initial, oh, but then you spend the rest of your life trying to work out what that looks like in your day to day existence. Right, and that's like a, that's the whole thing. Working out what button. it actually yeah. looks like. Like yes, living. It's again, it's living, and we've talked about this a thousand times. Living in that reality. Yes, here's the reality of who you are, and call it what the Bible calls who you are in Christ, uh, or whatever term you want to use for it. This is the reality. You can choose to live in that reality or you can choose to not live in that reality. And it, what Jesus says or what the bridegroom says, in the parable, I never knew you. Yeah, you can because you don't know yourself in the only story that matters is the story that God, the universe, whatever is telling about you. Um, you can choose to live in that reality or you can choose to, uh, to reject that reality. And in rejecting that reality, God just gives you what you're asking for, essentially. Yeah. Is is to live in in the hell of your own story? Yeah, and your story sucks. Yes, the the story that I mean, matters. I, I look at I look at a guy like Donald Trump, and you see a guy living in hell, like, living in hell, his own. I hell. mean, like yes. I yes, the, the I mean, he just wears his insecurity on his sleeve. Like yeah. he just, I mean, he is a fired. obviously a, a deeply miserable human uh-huh. being, like deeply, deeply miserable. Yeah, y- you look, you see a man who. His parents didn't love him. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. it was every he was raised to to basically live a series of parasitic relationships mm-hmm. where it's what can I get out of you and what can you get out of me? Like that's a living hell. Like what what's everybody? Siri just did Siri open for you? No. Siri just you somehow said something. Hey Siri, is a, a parasitic. You said a series of parasitic relationships. Huh. Yeah, something. Siri. Well, hey Siri, is a parasitic relationship. Like, um, okay, anyway. well that's weird. But like he, he's just a deeply miserable person. Yeah. I mean, he's literally just a an imprisoned human being. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, literally. Um, yeah. At some point, but like, yeah. Like he's not a he's not a free person, and he's not he is a deeply deeply miserable human being that he is living in hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a person that doesn't understand in any way, shape, or form and live his existence knowing that he's loved by God. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just no... I think that's... He is, like, the one of the worst examples of what it looks like to live like that. Yeah. Yeah. Is you just live this um, just completely and utterly meaningless, selfless, or selfish existence. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean... well, I mean, what's Jesus say? He says, you know, the tr- you'll see, you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But what's he say right before that? If you keep to my commandments, yeah. So there's a way of living that, yes. Um, there's a way of living that sets you free. Um, and it was, and Jesus is the only one that hit on this way of living, right? The Buddha, yeah. All the major world religions have this essentially the same teachings, the same way of living, 
And they all point to it as being the way of achieving nirvana, achieving enlightenment, whatever salvation. Salvation. It's, yes, the same all the same freaking freaking word. Right. Yeah. That you know, it, you will be set free in this way. I mean, I read you know, living Buddha, living Christ. That's what he talks about. Yeah. There's a way of living that sets you free from the entrapments of the world, um, from your own self, from your own false ego, from your own narcissism. Um, essentially, in some ways, it sets you free from uh, from pain and. Uh, I mean, that's what Eckhart Tolle talks about that book. Talks, yeah. There's ways of being set free from the pain and suffering, being directly affected by them. Yep. Um, and that's a really terrible way of putting what he says, but read, read, the, <laughs> read book. the book. Patreon.com slash Patrick's podcast for the follow up. <laughs> um, but that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's all Jesus is talking about is that, that you, there's a way of living that sets you free from this world. Yeah. Um, I mean, he talks about, you know, we did the, 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 the teaching we did on, or the, the, podcast we did on um you know no uh, consider the squirrels you know consider yeah. the there none of these things are they're, did, I they're, a, did i do a teaching on that wasn't that a, we did a podcast was it a podcast yeah. okay consider the squirrel i don't remember what i can remember if we did called, a podcast but, or if i did a pcc no, on that probably like, both it's it's <laughs> about being in being aware of being caught up in the moment alone yeah and not worrying about anything else that goes a, on a pcc about it too i think i did yeah did you was it a pcc or was it i think it was a pcc no we did because we no because people did consider the th- consider the blank in the pub yeah. so it was definitely I, I think a, we did both okay maybe anyway there was definitely anyway it doesn't matter you know the what's the narrow way the narrow way is being in the present moment yeah it's instead of being caught up in the past and the in the in the future it's being in the present moment because in the narrow way it's the hardest goddamn thing in the world to do yeah is being is being here in the present moment no matter what's going on well i think here. i think another important uh, important uh aspect of this parable is that like there's a very um nobody else can do this work for you nope so you know they say this is the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, hey, give us some of your oil and our lamps are going out. Fuck They're off. Basically, go fuck yourselves. Go buy it. <laughs> oh, piss off. <laughs> like Bill Burr. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Um, and uh, get out of the yard. <laughs> get your own lamp. Get out of my yard. Go fuck yourself. Um, so, I mean, but that's that's essentially they're like, no, fuck you. Like, yeah, like nobody there's there is. Obviously, Jesus prizes community, and I think that community is important. But at the end of the day, like community can help you. You can have people encourage you along the way mm-hmm. and help you along. But at the end of the day, you have to do the shadow work. What? Yeah, Roar the shadow boxing. The shadow work. Yep. Like, and or oh, I think it was Carl Jung said it initially. But yeah. anyway, like I think Julian Baker no, it wasn't. wrote a song about it. No, um, it's called Shadow Boxing. So, uh, but I think. He totally threw me off. God damn it, Michael. Sorry. But like you're the you're the only one that can do the work. You're the only one yes. that can do the work, inner work in yourself. Yeah. That there is a there is a personal responsibility of be, of being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. That nobody can do that for you. Like I said, they can you can be encouraged by people. I think the pub is a place that does that yep. sometimes uh, well mm-hmm. is to encourage people when you know to do certain things or pick up certain practices, but at the end of the day you have to do it. Yeah. I mean it's the same way like I'm fat. I'm getting fat as fuck. Like nobody can lose that weight for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to fucking do it. I'm going to have to get off my fat ass. I'm going to have to start <laughs> eating better food yeah. and exercise. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only, nobody mm-hmm. else can do that for me. Nope. And it's the same thing. Spiritually speaking, like nobody can really do that stuff for you. Mm-hmm. You can be encouraged and, and whatnot, but you have to do it. No one can make you go to therapy. Yes. No one made me go to therapy. Nobody can make you I go had get on to medicine. Fucking like, decide or I've got to go to Whatever. Do this. Like but nobody 
you know, like when you're, you, yeah, I, I knew you were just completely fucking bent today when I talked to you on the phone. I, there's nothing I can do to help you in that moment. No, you, right. you are the mm-hmm. one that has to climb out of that mm-hmm. in the same way that when I get that way and I do, mm-hmm. I have to climb out of mm-hmm. that too. Um, I, there was a day last week where I just woke up just up my own ass. Like you just one oh, of those yeah. days where I just like, I woke God up, damn it. I just like, woke up today like that. I mean, yeah. just, I, I just was yep. pissed for no reason. Yep. And I had to work my way through that mm-hmm. throughout the day. And it took a pretty good chunk of the day to do that. Mm-hmm. But I had to be the one to do it. Yeah. yeah. So I think here's, you know, to, to sort of summarize, do you have anything else? No, I mean, not okay. really. I mean, I, in conclusion. Yeah. No, I'm, I think to summarize that this is a parable about presence. Mm-hmm. Um, that only, only judgment we face is the judgment of our, <laughs> uh, is our own, is on our own doing. Yeah. Because we're in. We're yeah. loved, like that's not going to change. Um, and but I think the ones who will enjoy intimacy with the divine are the ones who are prepared to see the divine. Yeah, and in, in consequent intimacy with themselves. It well, right, which, which is the intimacy with the divine essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Because the Christ lives yes. within you. So you know, so I think we have to be prepared in order to see the divine. God shows up in really unexpected places. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said, and not generally convenient. No, never. Um, it's rarely convenient. And, yeah. And if we aren't prepared to see God, then we'll miss God. Yeah. And I think that's that's what you see in this parable is Jesus saying, "Stay awake." Yeah. Stay awake. Be ready. The bridegroom will come. Yeah. The Stay the groom awake. will show up. The divine will show up. Stay awake, and you will see it. Yeah. And so that's yeah. But I think we have to do a lot of. I think we have to be. We have to train ourselves to be present, mm-hmm. yeah, and ready. Yeah. So stay woke, people. Yeah, stay woke. Yeah. All right. Yep. That is not. God, what's he doing, <laughs> Michael? What the? F- <laughs> we will dance. God damn. God damn it. Spiritually, guys. Fun fact: This is the last song I played my last Sunday. Was it really? Really? Because they loved it. So oh much. God! But yeah, that shirt ate that shit yeah. up. It was the last song I played. What an intro, dude! Seriously, turn this shit off. Sing a song of celebration. Lift up your shout of Bridegroom will come all over your face. Oh wow! Whoa. Wow! Wow! Well, Jesus! Michael, turn it off. Look on his face. Look on his face. Oh, we're gonna get to the corpse. Oh yeah. Oh, can we? God damn it. Can I fast forward through this? Dance with all your might, Brad. Come on, Brad. He will be such an earnest. Strong. 
spotless bride. Come on now, everybody. But we will dance on the streets that are golden. The glorious bride and the great son of man. Hey, delay, delay. Dream your dream. All right, that's enough of that shit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we are nothing if not self-indulgent. Uh, that, that's our new tagline. We are nothing if, we not, nothing if not self-indulgent. Just upon ourselves. Five stars get red, but one star is dead. He's dead. <laughs> there he is. Did you guys hear uh, Grover say fuck? On yes. The- no. Did he really? Grover yeah. totally said fuck. You will not fucking- convince me that he didn't say fuck. It's a new Laurel. <laughs> Let me see if I can dig it up. Do we have any five stars? Yeah, we do. All right. While you're reading those, right. I'm going to look it's up. It's called This Robert. Podcast is Dangerous. Ooh. By Ooh. Danger's our middle name. By R.J.H. R.J.H. Yeah. I don't get that checked out. If you were a conservative evangelical fundy, which I used to be, so I understand, the ideas discussed here could put you on a slippery slope yeah. that oh, could lead shit. from questioning what you've always been told to gasp. Thinking for yourself. Oh, sucky, sucky. Most nah. people uh, are backsliding. <laughs> I'm actually moonwalking. So, what did you say? Oh, sucky, sucky now. <laughs> Y'all are going to hell. America. Oh, I'll be praying for you guys later. Up. All right. Uh, you want to hear Grover? I what are you guys doing in the storm? All right. Okay. Now, you got to listen All carefully. Right, I'm going to turn this up a little bit. Idea. Did you hear what? No. Yes, that's, yes, a that's a fucking excellent, excellent idea. That's a fucking Move excellent idea. Yes. Yes, that's a fucking excellent idea. Move I don't hear it. Yes, you don't hear, what do you yes, hear? That sounds like Move an excellent camera. idea. Yes. Yes, that's a fucking excellent idea. You don't hear fucking? That's a fucking excellent idea. You don't, you don't hear, hear fucking? I hear it. Oh, that sounds like an excellent idea. Wow, that's crazy. I hear no. that's a fucking excellent idea. All right, play it one more time because I want to hear sounds like a... Idea. There's a there's a oh, pause. I hear it. I hear it. There's a pause there. No, no. Fucking I, I can hear no. both. It sounds like, and I hear fucking too. Oh, now I heard that sounds like it. There's a pause. Okay, it sounds like it. Now that you said, now that you said that, now it is like a Laurel and Yanny thing. No, I never, I never heard fucking. Even you really, even you telling me. Because oh, I did. That's a fucking excellent idea. I no. did until you said that, and then I last time I heard that sounds. He's like saying an that idea. sounds like an excellent yes, idea. That's a fucking excellent okay, idea. I think you're right. Because you can even hear the sounds. Yes, yes, that's a fucking excellent. Oh, see, there I, I just fucking, heard that's fucking. fucking. So I can go back and forth. Really? Yeah. See, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Weird. I can't hear it at all. God, all right, Yanny. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Laurel, <laughs> Laurel, 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 Laurel. All right. Laurel. Michael. <laughs> Jesus, stop. My <laughs> God. Uh, and that's Brad, not me. Oh, gosh. All, All right. right. Uh, Let's start this over. If you were a conservative, ev- conservative evangelical fundy, which I used to be, so I understand. Keep on walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Move along. Move along. <laughs> Beep. Yeah, Beep. exactly. Beep. 
Uh, the ideas discussed here could put you on a slippery slope that could uh, lead you from questioning what you've always been told to gasp. Thinking for yourself, I practice very much discouraged in most churches. <laughs> you could say it's a highway to hell. Yeah, highway to hell. Song fucking rules. Uh, you could even find yourself using way too many parentheses. He put a bunch of shit in parentheses. Um, <laughs> Uh, if you are super serious, uptight, and stuffy, the irreverent and frequently off-color humor, frequently, just say all the time. Me? It's not frequent. It's all the Her? time. Uh, frequently off-color humor might offend your belief that people should have a little fun, should have as little fun as possible. If you're just someone who enjoys wisecracking dudes who thoughtfully discuss spiritual topics, then this podcast may be dangerous in other ways. It can be difficult to drive safely while laughing hysterically. You may get weird looks if others observe you cackling madly at the voices in your ears. You could lose all track of time while hearing interviews with fascinating guests. You may find yourself tearing up at inopportune moments during touching stories, or you could find yourself in need of a clean pair of undies when the guys discuss their hashtags. Hashtag <laughs> wet bag of shards. Hashtag un- unidentified ruminant meat. Hashtag, oh, man, I don't remember that, like that one. one. Hashtag overstimulated raccoon. You have been warned. Uh, the ruminant that. meat was the uh, people that tried to smuggle the horse genitals. Oh, the that's 40 pounds right. of horse genitals. It was, it was, uh, Classified as unknown ruminant, ruminant meat. meat. That's yeah. right. <laughs> God, that's great. What a great word, ruminant. Anyway, thank you, RJ. I'm still not sure that's as good as uh, the patron saint of charcuterie. That is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, the third anniversary hashtag contest could yeah, be interesting because there's be. a lot of really good ones. Oh, is that it? Yeah. All right. What do we got? Oh, time I walk with love. No. <laughs> Man, I'm coming. Yeah, good thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so tired. I totally meant to put Nell sound bites I, and forgot. I, I did immediately. Oh my god. I'll tell you what, your your invitation, Nell, was it last week or the oh week before? I was, it was. Was that last week? It was, I, it, was it was like a week and a half ago. Was it? Yeah, no, I think it was the pat. Not the, the last episode. Oh, the last episode, wasn't it? So the big one? Yeah, I, I think, think it was so. the last one. Yeah, yeah it might have anyway. God. Oh my God, I was howling in <laughs> Feels my car. Like Eighty-seven years. I was in. I was in tears. <laughs> tears just rolling down my face. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I'm very excited about this. Do the Nope, nope, nope. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Hey, we got Twitter. Ten. Oh, you need some some top ten music? No, I don't. Okay, fine. Good. Stop it! <laughs> no, we're not colored people. We're three white people. No, it's just the the beginning. You gotta get that. Michael. What is it with like long songs? Turn it off. I know what he's doing. It's like a, it's like a, it's a like it's like a, the uh, what is it called? The leg down, Mississippi, yeah, Mississippi leg down. Once he gets he gets into, he gets got to let him finish. All right, top ten. Number 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 ten.
Uh, <laughs> at Pastors, yes, at Pastors Podcast. Well, I've had a nasty cold for a week or so, but I laughed so hard during. Fair cold, it's cold too bad. Episode 149's hashtag segment that I think you cured me. Thanks for reminding me that 2018 wasn't a complete shit show. Hashtag pro glory hole. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag load bearing wall. Was P- that our hashtag? P.S. Yeah, P.S. You missed hashtag rusty balloon knot. Uh, I think that's been our pot. I think yeah, that's yeah, a hashtag yeah. somewhere. Number nine. It's in the Bible David somewhere. David Sluss at Dave the Explorer. Davey. Got to meet his wonderful wife the other night. I was so sad that I yeah, wasn't yeah. there for that. Yep. I think she did okay. I can't believe she puts up with him or us. I know. Uh, yeah. 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 She she hung in yeah, there. Yeah, she did. Uh, if time passes between Pastor's Podcast posting and when I get to listen, I like to guess how they got the hashtags comments posted by others. Epitode 149's hashtag load-bearing wall caught me by surprise. <laughs> hashtag afraid to use the hashtag. Hashtag no way roar is coming on the podcast. <laughs> I'm very excited right now. Hashtag I'm about to vomit. Hashtag how you in 2018. By the way, I'm like 200 pages into that book. Yeah. It's killer. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Um, yep. Uh, number eight, Glory Hole Pro at Swashbuckling. <laughs> oh, shit. Giggity, <laughs> giggity. I, I left. Ta-da. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. I got you good, you fucker. Uh, all right. I laughed, I laughed so hard I almost puked when Pastor's Podcast turned into a cautionary children's tale with Matt accidentally fucking his house down. No, I did okay. It was, Brad. it was definitely me. I did okay until load-bearing wall. Hashtag pro-glory hole. Hashtag fucked his house down. Oh, man. Number seven, Nathan Miller West at Namway Design. Hi, Nathan. I love you. At Pastors Podcast. Hashtag sewer wraps. Oh, my God. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Sean Ware at Sean X. Shan. Shamalama ding dong. At Pastors Podcast. Hashtag Dright Shroot makes my favorite. Hashtag sewer wraps. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Beck Ray at Little Ray of Beck. The pros and cons of Pastors Podcast, hashtag Pro Glory Hole, and hashtag uh, con, ir- oh, hashtag con irregardless. <laughs> uh, number four. Irregardless. There it is. Irregardless. Irregardless. Uh, technical knockout Knowles 69 at Knowles <laughs> underscore TK. Yeah, at Pastors Podcast, my dudes, between the whole Nell thing and one of you making the Forrest Gump orgasm sound, I seriously almost passed out from laughing while driving. Oh, oh. oh I'm sorry. Had to do the mashup. <laughs> oh man, number yes, th- queen. <laughs> number three, Susan Fraser at Fraser underscore RN oh, at Pastors Podcast. Well. That's a big fat hashtag Laurel to Father Roar ever coming near this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag load bearing wall. Hashtag Laurel. nope. Hashtag pro glory hole. <laughs> Laurel. I don't even hear Yanny anymore. Uh, I don't either. I, don't either. I haven't heard I never Yanny did. forever. Uh, number two, Christopher Maloney at Maloney's Movies. 
at Fastest Podcast. <laughs> Nell is the scariest movie I have ever seen. One utterance of Tay in the wind. And I piss myself. Hashtag. <laughs> You're fired. By the way, when I, so <laughs> when I looked up that clip, it just it's titled Shit Nell Says. <laughs> I'm hanging up. Uh, uh, oh, and then number one. Laurel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jukebox. I'm gonna put seven dollars worth of hoobas tank in it, and I'm coming back to hang with you, bros. Number one. On Chris Hansen. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> On Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Is it? No, you're not. Yes, no, you're not. Oh God. The sassy ginge at Stacy Ashoi. Ashoi. Isn't that how we decided Ashoi, that was? Yeah, yeah Ashoi. I will show you the way. <laughs> I can show you the world. Uh, at Patrick's Podcast, shining. I thrust and I thrust and I fuck my house down. <laughs> hashtag pro glory hole. Hashtag 2008 top t- 18 top 10. Hashtag help me Jesus. <laughs> uh, oh boy. You just got your asses whipped <laughs> by a bunch of goddamn nerds. <laughs> Nerds! <laughs> Boy, you talk about a movie that doesn't hold up real well. Really? I like it still. Nerds? <laughs> Boy, yeah. pretty overtly no, racist bad. at the end there. Oh, God, yeah. With oh, the, the giant yeah. large black men come in. To lambda, lambda, lambda. Bro. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was really uncomfortable watching it. Oh, also, the just the rape scene. Just a <laughs> just fucking yeah. rape. Yeah. He just rapes her. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. <sighs> I was watching that movie going, man, how did I miss all of well, that? Well, and the like, cameras in the girls' dorm. and Yeah. I mean, oh, like, it's high. pretty messed up. On Chris Hansen. Yeah. yeah. I'm just Shove saying that, that movie doesn't get made today. Like, there's oh, no God, way no. that movie Well, fucking today. Animal House doesn't. Yeah, I, I mean, jeez. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, man. All right. Well. Well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our hashtag. I say we blow the fuckers up. <laughs> um... <laughs> You're listening to hashtags. <laughs> Hashtag allegedly. Hashtag. What, what that from? I have no idea. I don't remember that. I, I remember saying it though. Hashtag moist January. <laughs> Hashtag asshole akimbo. <laughs> kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag moist dick. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag second best for me. <laughs> Hashtag a doe a dick. <laughs> Hashtag uh, if you if you put your ear up to his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag significant amount of string. <laughs> Hashtag. Go- Goes into sleep mode. 
<laughs> Hashtag the merits of Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> kind of like that's, that. That's pretty good. Hashtag we are nothing we if not self indulgent. We need to do a pros and cons of Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Hey, we haven't done pros and cons in a while. Yeah, we need to do that. It's not a great segment. Really? I it felt it pretty good in my head when I was thinking of it on the road, but in in theory in in, in theory it's great. In execution it's fucking terrible. I thought it was great. Uh yeah, I'm then, still for it. That's all I got. Uh hashtag just a regular size D. <laughs> hashtag O D on Odin. Hashtag <laughs> slightly damp January. <laughs> hashtag bleach Steve's B hole. Oh god. Nope. And sort of related, I can hear the ocean. <laughs> Whoa! Oh God! Uh, I can only assume he's stuck. Many of never mind. Um, who doesn't like Her? hashtag? Who doesn't like moist dick? <laughs> hashtag you want that sack as loose as possible? Nope. Hashtag trolling some incel website. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag God does not stop and start at your convenience. And then hashtag I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, uh, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, yes, I am. No, you're not. <laughs> Why the fuck do you have that on your board, by the way? Did we establish that? I can't think of a situation where that makes any sense. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm Chris Hansen. Can you no, go take not. a seat over yes, there? No, you're not. Yes, I am. Oh, God. No, right there. Have a seat right there. Right there. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, okay, uh, I got hashtag uh, famous for a murder on the premises. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag a female dick. Um, <laughs> hashtag modern day Martin Luther. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. We do 99 theses to your ball sack. <laughs> uh, ha- hashtag because 22 isn't enough. <laughs> hashtag domino size matters (laughs) hashtag small child's toy oh god i'm chris hansen um hashtag probably jenny mccarthy Hashtag goes into sleep mode. And hashtag contextual point. Oh, God. <laughs> what do you got, Brad? What do you like? I like uh, moist January. I like a doe, a dick. <laughs> uh, I, and I like uh, goes into sleep mode. And I like the merits of Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> I like uh, a modern day Martin Luther. Because 22 isn't enough, and uh, I do like uh, goes into sleep mode as well. Um, <laughs> I like trolling some incel website. <laughs> like I can hear the ocean. We don't need the incels on no. against us. No, we don't. Uh, I'm fine goes into sleep mode. <laughs> All right, let's do goes into sleep mode. <laughs> It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so if you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag goes into sleep mode. Hashtag goes into sleep mode. We're on Twitter at Passwords Podcast. At Pauline Matt. At MJ Basinger. 
I'm just going to skip Brett. Yep. Uh, Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Instagram, we're in Glorious Pastors. Uh, closing time, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, ingloriouspastors.com. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Support us on Patreon and join the Pastors Pub. Get access to our spinoff podcasts, uh, Pastors Community Church, Hymns Reconstruction, Turd Talk, Pastors Book Club, uh, Pub Crawl, Special Music. Buy us around and even mm-hmm. help, the shape, help shape the content of this show. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Pastors Can we talk about podcast. 150 episodes? I don't know. Yeah, Crazy, I didn't right? even realize it was 150. Yeah, I'm yeah. hanging up. <laughs> so you get nothing. You lose. <laughs> What's Good the o- day, sir. What's the over-under on, on making another 150? Yeah, I'm thinking probably not. Probably not going to make it. No. Well, I mean, you know, the Lord moves in mysterious ways, but <laughs> oh, what are the man. odds that we make it to the third in March? <laughs> That's a better question. Oh, we'll just be Matt there. Hey, guys. Matt and Brett. Matt and Mike. Guess everybody's team Matt now. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> bitches. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Inglorious Pastor Podcast. <laughs> this is Matt. What's up? Uh, and with me is uh, fucking nobody. Uh, I've got Josh Casey and Lucas Allen. <laughs> By the way, if Bojangles listen to this, thanks for ghosting us, buddy. Yeah, he just <laughs> fucking he ghosted. Just, just fucked off. He's gone. Well, every, gone. Time he le- every time he leaves, people give him shit about uh, coming back earlier than he anticipated. So. <laughs> I can't blame him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, check out Twisted Sisters on their on their stuff. On their, iTunes, Apple. Yes, I was say, their podcast feed. On their podcast feed, they've got a Facebook page and, I don't know, some other stuff. I can't get enough of the Nell thing. I know. I'm going to have to go back and watch that movie. It's a comedy, right? Isn't it a no, comedy? It's, <laughs> it's a rom-com. <laughs> Did we ever decide, doesn't Liam Neeson fuck her in that movie? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, uh, can, you, can you play the Nell thing? <laughs> Coming this fall from Fox Searchlight. <laughs> Jody no, we need to overdub that with, I don't know who you are. I will find you and I will kill you. She, she's a feral child. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. God, that's incredible. Oh, my God. Turn it off. Stars in a glass case of emotion. On Christmas. Fuck. Is that? No, you're not. Yes, you're not. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good week. <laughs>